Hare Krishna. Today's topic is Bhagavad Gita, chapter 4, text 35, Illusion No More. How to not fall back into illusion. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya. Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale. Swayam Rupa Kadama Hyam Dadatiswa Padantikam. Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Damsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha he Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namos Tute, Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Vrishabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye, Vanchakal Patarubhyascha, Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha, Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha. Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. <clears throat> so today's topic is how to not fall back into illusion of Maya after having come into Krishna consciousness. So the verse is chapter 4, text 35. Just to recap, what was the previous verse? 434. So, how to approach a spiritual master and how the spiritual master will give us knowledge. So, this was 434. Translation, just try to learn the truth by approaching the spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self-realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth. So, by approaching a spiritual master, we can get complete knowledge, right? He can, they can impart knowledge unto us. So, what is the effect of uh, receiving such knowledge? That is explained in today's verse. So, we'll chant the verse word by word first and line by line, and after that, we will go into uh, more elaborate discussion. So, please repeat after me, word to word. Yat. Gyatva na punaha moham evam yasyasi pandava yena bhutani asheshani drakshasi atmani atha 
u mai यज्ञानपुनर्मोहम यासी पांडव येन भूतान्यशेषाणी द्रक्षस्यात्मन्यथोमयी यज्ञानपुनर्मोहम यासी पांडव येन भूतान्यशेषाणी द्रक्षस्यात्मन्यथोमयी ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट नो वी विल रीड वर्ड टू वर्ड मीनिंग फर्स्ट यथ विच ज्ञात्वा नोइंग न नेवर पुनः अगेन मोहम इल्यूशन एवं लाइक दिस यासी यू शेल गो पांडव ओ सन ऑफ पांडु ये न बाय विच भूतानी लिविंग एंटिटीज अशेषाणी ऑल द्रक्षसी यू विल सी आत्मनी इन द सुप्रीम सोल अथ और इन अदर वर्ड्स मई इन मी Translation purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Translation: Having obtained real knowledge from a self-realized soul, you will never fall again into such illusion. For by this knowledge, you will see that all living all living beings are but part of the Supreme, or in other words, that they are mine. Now, in the this is the edited edited version of that uh, Bhagavad Gita as it is. There was some editions that were made after Shri Prabhupada left. The original one says. I'll just read out to you. I won't show you. I'll just read out from there. Oh, maybe I'll just show you. Why am I not? Because it's interesting. myself more the side see here translation and when you have thus learned the truth you will know that all living beings are but part of me and that they are in me and are mine whereas um the the part where it says that you will no more fall again into illusion that part is not there in the translation but if you see in the word to word meaning na punar moham never again illusion like this you shall go so this saying this is 
this is what it means by you will never fall again into such illusion so this part is somehow missing at all some completely in the translation for some reason so actually at that time there was another editor hayagriva prabhu it looks like he was not careful about this because it definitely the word says na punar moham evam yasya see you shall never fall back into illusion <clears throat> it's important point why i'm stressing on this because you will see in the presentation in today's presentation <clears throat> so here this is the edited version but uh, it definitely has this important part anyway the purport explains the whole thing either way so translation having obtained real knowledge from a self realized soul you will never again never fall again into such illusion for by this knowledge you will see that all living beings are but part of the supreme or in other words that they are mine purport the result of receiving knowledge from a self realized soul or one who knows things as they are is learning that all living beings are parts and parcels of the supreme personality of godhead lord shri krishna the sense of an existence separate from krishna is called maya ma means not ya means this maya means not this so this is not the truth so that's the meaning <clears throat> of maya something that we have nothing to do with krishna that krishna is only a great historical personality and that the absolute is imp- is the impersonal brahman factually as it is stated in the bhagavad gita this impersonal brahman is the personal effulgence of krishna where is it stated in bhagavad gita said as it is stated in the bhagavad gita this impersonal brahman is a personal effulgence of krishna where is it stated do you know <clears throat> it's here 14 chapter last verse 1427 brahmano hi pratishtaham amritasya vyayasya cha shashvatasya cha dharmasya sukhasya ikantikasya cha and i am the basis of the impersonal brahman which is immortal imperishable and eternal and is the constitutional position of ultimate happiness see that so krishna is the basis of impersonal brahman krishna as the supreme personality of godhead is the cause of everything in the brahma samhita it is clearly stated that krishna is the supreme personality of godhead the cause of all causes sarva karana karanam <clears throat> even the millions of incarnations are only his different expansions ramaadi murtishu kalaniyamena tishthan nana avatara makarod bhuvaneshu kintu krishna swayam samabhavat parama pumanyo govindamaadi purusham tamaham bhajami 5.39 of brahma samhita <clears throat> Similarly the living entities are also expansions of Krishna the mayavadi philosophers wrongly think that Krishna loses his own separate existence in his many expansions this thought is material in nature we have experienced in the material world that a thing when fragmentally distributed loses its own original identity like if there is a sheet of paper and then if we tear it into pieces the original sheet is no more it has transformed into the many pieces so the mayavadis apply the uh, theory of transformation to the absolute truth but as ishopanishad and svetashvatara upanishad confirm that 
ओम पूर्णमद पूर्णमिदम पूर्णा पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यते सो द ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन इज द थियरी ऑफ ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन डजन अप्लाई टू द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ व्हेन समथिंग एक्सपैंड्स आउट ऑफ द एब्सोल्यूट ट्रूथ ही इज नॉट ट्रांसफॉर्म्ड द थिंग इज व्हाट इज दैट इमेनेटिंग फ्रॉम हिम बट नॉट ही इज नॉट ट्रांसफॉर्मिंग इनटू दोस थिंग्स सो द द फिलॉसफी ऑफ ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन इज अ मटेरियल फिलॉसफी बिकॉज़ here like om purnamadah purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnat purnamudachyate so from the complete whole if a complete whole is taken out still the balance is complete purnasya purnamadaya purnameva avashishyate it does not become now zero in other words krishna minus krishna is krishna you take krishna out of krishna still krishna will be there it's not become zero Hmm. So, illusion means when we do not understand that everything is related to Krishna. Hmm. That is illusion. <clears throat> so, when the illusion is gone, na punar moham, then we understand that everything is actually part and parcel of Krishna. Nothing is disconnected from Krishna. This is called Krishna consciousness. Krishna consciousness means to be always conscious of Krishna and to understand that Krishna's existence is all pervading. through his energy and he is also of course personally there but especially in this material world all the matter that we see with our senses or perceive all this is actually expansions of krishna's energy <clears throat> that is that realization comes when we contact the spiritual master until then we cannot understand this you see you examine your own life so many things so many years we have spent in this world but we never understood never understood that everything is actually uh, coming from krishna it has relation with krishna we do not understand so clearly even if you read bhagavad gita and even if you read all these upanishads and vedas and you know puranas everything if you read you still cannot come to the conclusion only when you learn it from a tatva darshinaha upadekshanti te gyanam gyanina tatva darshinaha when we receive the uh knowledge from tatvadarshi then that means a seer of the truth he is actually seeing the absolute truth um, such a person knows the absolute truth completely and he has the power to distribute that absolute truth and uh, the the um, the speciality in that distribution is that as much as he distributes the absolute truth that much more the absolute truth will become available it's not that he distributed an absolute truth now he does not have absolute truth in himself no that is again material idea like uh, this vivekananda's guru who's ramakrishna he touched his disciple and some electric shock you know came and then uh, now ramakrishna said now i have lost everything you know i have given my power to you and that is uh, the, the means is what kind of power is that so real thing is knowledge and knowledge increases as you distribute that is a benefit of knowledge and the more you distribute the more it will increase in you also because to distribute you have to repeat and as you repeat more and more you it will get into your psyche so the one way of learning is by hearing but even greater of course by experiencing then we will you know we will um, learn even more but certain things we cannot experience at the moment especially spiritual matters but by repeating and repeating we are forced to think of that 
and we had forced to put it into words so all this is an exercise for us to constantly think about the absolute truth that's why one must preach in order to stay fresh in krishna consciousness and not become stale ayata yamani which we will see in this today's uh, explanation also so we have to repeat then only we will stay fresh and we, we will understand newer and newer under- meanings uh, newer applications of the same thing uh, <clears throat> and in this way we are constantly reminded that everything is connected with krishna everything the mayavadi philosophers wrongly think that krishna loses his own separate existence in his many expansions this thought is material in nature we have experience in the material world that a thing when fragmentarily distributed loses loses its own ad- original identity but the mayavadi philosophers fail to understand that absolute means that 1 plus 1 is equal to 1 and that 1 minus 1 is also equal to 1 this is the case in the absolute world this is spiritual mathematics material mathematics is different spiritual mathematics is different hmm. for want of there is spiritual physics spiritual chemistry everything there is there like physics for example you know to lift a weight you know we require so much um, energy but krishna with his just you know little finger he lifted it looks like there's no physics there you know physics the material law of physics doesn't apply so that's why sometimes they say oh this is all um, fairy tales you know this is not realistic it's not realistic it's too much it's all like fairy tales it cannot be real so that is no faith in god so krishna by his will he's already maintaining all the universes what is the difficulty in maintaining one hill with his little finger without any little finger without any finger just by thought he is creating mountains and planets and the whole universe is coming out just by his breathing you know what is the difficulty for him to lift one uh, small hill but they have no idea like this no no faith they think because this is mayavadi philosophy mayavadi means they think krishna is also under maya he's just maybe ordinary personality a little bit greater than us they don't take him as a supreme personality of god had controller of maya hmm. for want of sufficient knowledge in the absolute science we are now covered with illusion and therefore we think that we are separate from krishna although we are separated parts of krishna we are nevertheless not different from him the bodily difference of the living entities is maya or not actual fact we are all meant to satisfy krishna by maya alone arjuna thought that the temporary bodily relationship with his kinsman was more important than his eternal spiritual relationship with krishna the whole teaching of the gita is targeted toward this end that a living being as krishna's eternal servitor cannot be separated from krishna and his sense of being an identity apart from krishna is called maya the living entities as separate parts and parcels of the supreme have a purpose to fulfill having forgotten that purpose since time immemorial they are situated in different bodies as men animals demigods etc such bodily differences arise from forgetfulness of the transcendental service of service of the lord but when one is engaged in transcendental service through krishna consciousness one becomes at once liberated from this illusion one can acquire such pure knowledge only from the bona fide spiritual master and thereby avoid the delusion that the living entity is equal to krishna um, only with the by the uh, association of a bona fide spiritual master uh, one can come out of this delusion perfect knowledge is that 
the supreme soul krishna is the supreme shelter for all living entities and giving up such shelter the living entities are deluded by the material energy imagining themselves to have a separate identity thus under different standards of material identity they become forgetfulness of forgetful of krishna when however such deluded living entities become situated in krishna consciousness it is to be understood that they are on the path of liberation as confirmed in the bhagavatam 2.10.6 muktir hitva anyatha rupam swarupena vyavasthitihi liberation means to be situated in one's constitutional position as an eternal servitor of krishna krishna consciousness so delusion or illusion yajyatva na punarmoham so by the mercy of the spiritual master we get the uh, spiritual knowledge spiritual knowledge means what is the what are, what are con- what are the contents of spiritual knowledge there are many many aspects but in general in bro- and broadly this is the fact this is the br- these are the branches that first there is a supreme lord huh? he is krishna and we are his eternal parts and parcels our relationship with this body is not factual this body is temporary the soul is eternal and our relationships with this temporary bodily relationships uh will come to an end it's a waste of time pursuing them our real relationship is with krishna and we need to pursue that and once we become perfect in that relationship participating in that relationship as a devotee then our life is successful and we need to go back to krishna to serve him so this is the entire philosophy in a nutshell but when we give up the shelter of the spiritual master then we will fall again to illusion but if so it here it is said the spiritual master gives the knowledge and we will never fall again into illusion right but like for example in iskon shri prabhupada is a pure devotee and he gave knowledge to so many but many fall fell back into illusion so why this is this sounds contra- this seems contradictory right so how is it understood now so let's um refresh what we have read and the sudama story and we will understand why this is so <clears throat> now we have to understand how to remain uh out of illusion that means in na punarmoham no more illusion or and also we should know how would we fall back into illusion so that we can avoid that both we have to know so when it said na punarmoham yes that is true provided we execute the order of the spiritual master after having learned from him we have to execute the order of a spiritual master if we disobey him if we offend him then we will fall back so it's not that oh the guru is perfect so he has given knowledge now we will never fall back into illusion no the disciple also must be perfect he is he also has to completely assimilate whatever is taught and he has to act according to the order of the spiritual master otherwise it's a two way thing relationship is always two way so both parties must do their part in that relationship so the spiritual master has done his part shri prabhupada has done his part perfectly <laughs> it's only upon our the onus is on us the ball is in our court 
now to whether we can get perfection or not it depends on how sincerely we execute on the order of the spiritual master so we will look at some example um if we search for this word we will get it ayata yamani okay first before that we will go to this pralad maharaj uh first rahugana and then pralad maharaj so rahugana is a king he was being instructed by uh, jadabharat jadabharat is actually bharat maharaj who fell down as the deer and then after that next life he became jadabharat so he acted as a dumb fool but all his life until this point where he met this king rahugana and the rahugana was very proud so jadabharat finally decided to give up his um, so called acting of dumbness and he actually spoke to him for his i mean for his benefit for the king's benefit so very nice verses are there um we will look at this verse 5 12 11 and then the next verse gyanam vishuddham paramartham ekam anantaram tva anantaram tva bahir brahma satyam pratyak prashantam bhagavat shabda samgyam This is the second stage of realization finally full realization of the same supreme knowledge is realized in the supreme person all learned scholars scholars describe the supreme person as vasudeva the cause of brahman paramatma and others so this is the full uh, knowledge that you will get when you go to a bona fide spiritual master now next verse 5 12 12 of shrimad bhagavatam ரகுணைத்தபசானோபிஷேக்கோட்டிஸ்வீட்டிஸ்ட்ரூத் unless one has the opportunity to smear his entire body with the dust of the lotus feet of great devotees one cannot realize the absolute truth one cannot realize the absolute truth simply by observing celibacy brahmacharya strictly following the rules and regulations of householder life leaving home as a vanaprastha accepting sanyas or undergoing severe penances in winter by keeping oneself submerged in water or surrounding oneself in summer by fire and the scorching heat of the sun There are many other processes to understand the absolute truth but 
the absolute truth is only revealed to one who has attained the mercy of a great devotee so without the mercy of a great devotee we can never approach we can never have a clear understanding of the absolute truth and that is also explained by prahlad maharaj um here 75 32 i think hmm <clears throat> we'll see 7530 first shri praharadhuvacha matirna krishne paratah svato va mitho bhipadyeta griha vratanam adanta gobhir vishatam tamisram punah punah charvita charvananam Prahlad Maharaj replied because of their uncontrolled senses persons too addicted to materialistic life can sorry make progress toward hellish conditions and repeatedly chew that which has already been chewed their inclinations toward krishna are never aroused either by the instruction of others by their own efforts or by a combination of both both grahavratanam when they are too much addicted to sense gratification they cannot understand and because of this you know they are like blind men but 7532 so how to actually understand all these things naishamatistavadurukramangrim sprishatyanarthapagamo yadarthah mahiyasam padarajo bhishekam nishkinchananam navranita yavat unless this smear upon their bodies the dust of the lotus feet of a vaishnava completely freed from material contamination persons very much inclined toward materialistic life cannot be attached to the lotus feet of the lord who is glorified for his uncommon activities only by becoming krishna conscious and taking shelter at the lotus feet of the lord in this way can one be freed from material contamination so again the indispensable uh, factor of surrendering to a pure devotee is mentioned here so without a pure devotee vaishnav uh, what is a chadiya vaishnav seva nistar paiche keva nobody can get uh, krishna consciousness without serving a devotee a pure devotee so that is already explained in 434 the previous verse the uh, disciple if he has pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya if he surrenders to the spiritual master uh, asks submissive inquiries and engages in devo- an, uh, devotional service to the guru then the self will as soul can impart knowledge and it is said na punar moham in this today's verse provided this disciple is pranipatena pariprashna and sevaya if he is engaged in those three things if he if he becomes um, slack in these three things in the matter of pranipata in the matter of surrender or in the matter of service seva or in the matter of pariprashna if he challenges um then he loses that position then he will again fall back into moha so let's look at krishna's example krishna is the perfect guru he was also the perfect disciple so sandipani muni um blessed him two times actually the, this blessing you can see in the bhagavatam 1080 i think 32 maybe Um, no no not no not 
You boys are first class brahmanas and I am satisfied with you. May all your desires be fulfilled and may the Vedic mantras you have learned never lose their meaning for you in this world or the next. So, as it is stated in the purport nicely here, I will explain. Cooked foods left sitting for three hours is called Yatayama. And here it is Ayatayamani. Okay? Yatayamam Gatarasam. 17.10 of Bhagavad Gita. Food in the mode of ignorance. One of the um, foods in the mode of ignorance is food left uh, three hours after being cooked. That is called Yatayama. Gatarasa. Gatarasa means it loses its taste. Hmm. So, cooked food left sitting for three hours is called Yatayama, indicating that it has lost its taste. And similarly, if a devotee does not remain fixed in Krishna consciousness, the transcendental knowledge that once inspired him on the spiritual path will lose its taste or meaning for him. Thus, Sandipani Muni blesses his disciples that the Vedic mantras which reveal the Absolute Truth will never lose their meaning for them, but will ever remain ever fresh in their minds. Why? Because um, Krishna and Sudama went um, and got the firewood and when they were going there was a big storm and despite all the difficulties they did not give up on the executing the order of the spiritual master and because of that sevaya pranipatena pariprasana sevaya that seva uh, is what um, especially that is the most important pranipat of course surrender inquiring yes but once after inquiring is done now seva Seva has to go on. That is real disciple. When he does exceptional Seva. Hmm. So, when, because they did exceptional Seva, uh, Krishna and Sudama, so Sandipani Muni blessed them by saying, Ayatayamani. You know, you will never lose. So, that service is required. So, that is explained in another verse in the Bhagavatam. But before we go there, I will show you another verse where Ayata Yamani is used again by Sandipani Muni, this time to Krishna and Balaram. Krishna and Balaram. <clears throat> 10.45.48 So, this is Krishna and Balaram. They were admitted into the school, Sandipani Muni school. And in 64 days, they learned all the 64 arts. So, the schooling and Vedic schooling is far more interesting than our um, uh, so-called um, materialistic schooling today. You learn a lot of interesting things. Uh, actually, you can go and read. Um, I'll show you. 64 arts. Wait, I'll just. Mm, you see this? 64 arts. O king. Those best of persons, Krishna and Balaram, being themselves the original promulgators of all varieties of knowledge, could immediately assimilate each and every subject after hearing it explained just once. So, they were admitted into the Gurukul and once when the spiritual master told and that's it, immediately they learned. Of course, <laughs> they are the source of all knowledge. Thus, with fixed concentration, they learned the 64 arts and skills in as many days and nights. In 64 days and nights, they learn all the 64 arts. Thereafter, O King, they satisfied the spiritual master by offering him Guru Dakshina. Before that is, is also said, Sarahastam Dhanurvedam Dharma Nyaya Patham 
कथा स्तथा तथा छान्वीक्षकें विद्यां राजनीतिम चषडविधां सो ही ऑल्सो टॉट देम धनुर्वेद विथ इट्स मोस्ट कॉन्फिडेंशियल सीक्रेट्स व्हाट आर द मोस्ट कॉन्फिडेंट वी विल एक्चुअली सी द पर्पोर्ट ऑल्सो द स्टैंडर्ड बुक्स ऑफ लॉ द मेथड्स ऑफ लॉजिकल रीजनिंग एंड फिलोसॉफिकल डिबेट एंड द सिक्स फोल्ड साइंस ऑफ पॉलिटिक्स Shri Sridhar Swami explains that the confidential portion of the Dhanurveda military science includes knowledge of the appropriate mantras and presiding deities of warfare. This is unknown to modern warfare, modern scientists. Uh, because with a single mantra they can make an arrow into a nuclear weapon. This is very very confidential. So Sarahasam Dhanurvedam. So this is confidential Dhanurveda military warfare. Confidential military warfare. so dharman refers to the manu samhita and other standard law books manu samhita yagyavalkya samhita they are called dharma shastras nyaya pathan refers to the doctrine of karma mimamsa and other such theories anvikshikim is the knowledge of the techniques of logical argument tarka the six fold political science is quite pragmatic and includes one sandhi making peace two vigraha war three yana marching Four asana, sitting tight. Five dvaidha, dividing one's forces, and six samshaya, seeking the protection of a more powerful ruler. So these are all political science, six-fold political science. So we have also now degree in political science and all this. Can't even match these things. So all these things they learnt in a single day. And next, the sixty-four arts. You see all these arts. The following list comprises the 64 subjects mastered by Lord Krishna and Lord Balram in 64 days. Additional information may be found in Shri Prabhupada's Krishna the Supreme Personality of Godhead that book. The lords learned gitam singing, vadyam playing on musical instruments, nrityam dancing, natyam drama, alekhyam painting, visheshaka chedyam painting the face and body with colored unguents and cosmetics. Unguents, I don't know how to pronounce that. तंडुल कुसुम बलि विकारा प्रिपेरिंग ऑस्पिशियस डिजाइन ऑन द फ्लोर विथ रईस एंड फ्लवर्स पुष्पातरण मेकिंग अ बेड ऑफ फ्लवर्स दशन वसना रागा कलरिंग वन टीथ क्लोथ एंड लिम्स नौ डिस्ट दैव टैटू एंड ऑल दिस नो बॉडी पेटिंग एंड ऑल दिस थिंग्स नो वेरी नाइसली एंड इफ ए स्कूल टीचर्स ऑल दिस थिंग्स विच आल डज नॉट गो टू स्कूल <laughs> they all want to go to school <laughs> but uh, modern uh, learning is pretty much uh, not very interesting the vedic gurukul was like this of course they learned also all the as you can see dhanurvedam they learned also the alphabets and also political science many many advanced subjects also but the 64 arts you know nowadays there is bachelor of arts or school of arts nothing can compare to this मणिभूमिका कर्म इनलेइंग अ फ्लोर विथ ज्यूवल्स शैयारचनम कवरिंग अ बेड उदकवाद्यम रिंगिंग वाटर पॉट्स उदकघाता स्प्लैशिंग विथ वाटर स्प्लैशिंग विथ वाटर इज एन आर्ट यू मस्ट नो हाउ टू स्प्लैश वाटर चित्रयोगा मिक्सिंग कलर्स मल्यग्रथन विकल्पा प्रिपेरिंग रेथ्स शेखरपीडयोजनम सेटिंग अ हेलमेट ऑन द हेड that is also an art that's why krishna's you know mukut is so full of decorations that is also an art hmm that's why he said um what is that 
जलधर शशिवर्णौ गोपवेशौ किशोरौ सहचर गणवृंदै क्रीडमानौ व्रजेशौ नटवरजितवेशौ नीलपीताम्बराद्यौ जगत जनन हेतु रामकृष्णौ नोस्मे सो ही वैज बेटर दैन एनी डांसर कृष्ण एंड बलराम ड्रेस दमसेल्व सो एक्सक्लूसिवली दैट द बेटर दैन एनी एनी डांसर्स नॉट जस्ट दिस वर्ल्डली डांसर्स इवन द हायर प्लैनेट्स एवरीवेयर नोबडी कैन मैच द ड्रेसिंग कर्णपत्र भंगा डेकोरेटिंग द इयर लोब वाओ डेकोरेटिंग द इयर लोब सुगंध युक्ति अप्लाइंग एरोमेटिक्स परफ्यूम्स भूषण योजनम डेकोरेटिंग विथ ज्यूलरी ऐंद्रजालम जग्लरी जग्लिंग कौचुमार योग द आर्ट ऑफ दिस गाइज हस्तलाघव स्लाइट ऑफ हैंड मैजिक यू नो ऑल दिस स्लाइट ऑफ हैंड मैजिक ट्रिक्स दर्न ऑल दिस मैजिक ट्रिक्स चित्रशाकापूप भक्ष्य विकार क्रिय प्रिपेरिंग वेराइटी ऑफ सैलड ब्रेड केक एंड अदर डेलिशियस फूड ट्वेंटी फाइव पानक योजनम प्रिपेरिंग पैलेटेबल ड्रिंक्स एंड टिंगिंग ड्रॉट्स विथ रेड कलर सूची वायकर्म नीडल वर्क एंड वीविंग सूत्र क्रीडा मेकिंग पपेट्स डांस बै मैनिपुलेटिंग थिंग थ्रेड्स वीणा डमरुकवाद्यानि प्लेइंग ऑन अ ल्यूट एंड अ स्मॉल एक्स शेप ड्रम डमरु प्रहेलिका मेकिंग एंड सॉल्विंग रिडल्स हाउ टू मेक रिडल्स एंड हाउ टू सॉल्व दम प्रतिमाला कैपिंग वर्सेस और रिसाइटिंग पोएम्स वर्स फॉर वर्स एज अ ट्रायल ऑफ मेमोरी और स्किल यू नो टेस्ट ऑफ टेस्टिंग वन जोन मेमोरी बाय रिसाइटिंग पोएम्स वर्स टू वर्स वर्स फॉर वर्स एग्जैक्टली सो दिस इज कॉल्ड प्रतिमाला दुर्वचक योगा अटरिंग स्टेटमेंट्स डिफिकल्ट फॉर अदर्स टू आंसर पुस्तकवाचनम रिसाइटिंग बुक्स एंड नाटिकाख्यायिका दर्शनम एंड एक्टिंग शॉर्ट प्लेज एंड राइटिंग एनेकडोट्स कृष्ण एंड बलराम ऑल्सो लर्न काव्य समस्यापूरणम सॉलविंग एनिग्मैटिक वर्सेस एनिग्मैटिक वर्ड्स एनिग्मैटिक मिस्टीरियस वाओ डिफिकल्ट टू इंटरप्रेट और अंडरस्टैंड मिस्टीरियस यू नो एन एग्जाम्पल ऑफ एनिग्मैटिक वर्ड्स बाय व्हाट इज दैट नीतिशा चाणक्य चाणक्य पंडित ही सेड व्हाट इज दैट प्रातः द्यूत प्रसंगत मध्याने स्त्री प्रसंगत रात्रौ चौर्य प्रसंगत कालौ गच्छति धीमताम द मोस्ट इंटेलिजेंट पीपल स्पेंड देयर टाइम स्पेंड देयर डेज इन दिस वे इन द मॉर्निंग दे विल डिस्कस अबाउट गैम्बलिंग In the afternoon, they discuss about um, what is that? Women, and in the night, they discuss about um, thievery or how to steal or stealing. So, in this way, um, intelligent people pass their days. This is this is the verse. So, this is an enigmatic verse, <laughs> mysterious verse. So, the meaning is that in the morning they uh, learn about duta, means gambling. so it actually is referring to mahabharat where the gambling match happened 
so in other words in the morning they discuss mahabharat and inside the mahabharat there is bhagavad gita so in the morning bhagavad gita and madhyane stri prasangataha in the afternoon the subject matter is women that means actually ramayan where was so many women first of all there is you know the kaikey first of all dasharath had three queens and kaikey was one of them and she was influenced by another woman um manthara and then she did this whole tantrum and ram had to go to the forest but then one woman also followed him sita his wife and then there um as they were you know in the forest then this surpanaka came another woman and because her nose was cut she went and complained to her brother ravana and ravana got angry and he came and kidnapped this woman sita and then ram with the whole battle was for that one woman huge battle massive and hanuman you know so so many you know heroic battle happened just for that one woman sita and of course on the ravana side there was this uh, another uh, very qualified woman mandodari mandodari and she was a very chaste lady so again sita was brought back and then she became pregnant and then she you know as she was pregnant another woman some fisherman's you know wife she did not return home so one i mean there were actually already people were talking about it how can you know ram accept somebody who has been away for you know even a single night it is a you know it's a question mark the woman's character is a question mark if she doesn't return home even for a single night but she was away for 10 months and he ram accepted you know, you know so people are already talking and especially this one you know incident which you know um you know broke the camel's back as you can say and then ram uh, banished mother sita and then when she came back and of course ram fought with his own sons and sita came back ram called her back but then she you know went back to the earth mother earth which is another woman again so in this way it's all about women so madhyane stri prasangatah so in the afternoon they discuss ramayana and in the ratrau chaurya prasangatah in a night they discuss about the thieves especially the greatest thief who is krishna so krishna's pastimes in the night so bhagavad gita in the morning or mahabharat in the morning ramayana in the afternoon and uh, krishna's pastime krishna leela in the night so in this way ka, um, what is that kalau gachati dhimatam the intelligent people so this is an enigmatic verse so like that solving enigmatic verses kavya samasya puranam samasya means problem or no mysterious pattika vetra bana vikalpaha making a bow with a strip of cloth and a stick tarku karma spinning with a spindle takshanam carpentry vastu vidya architecture raupya ratna pariksha testing silver and jewels dhatu vadah metallurgy <laughs> these topics are individual degree programs or you know you know like arts degree of arts i mean specialized people usually specialize in one of these things architecture or you know carpentry or this but they learned everything in one place under the guidance of the guru and they mastered everything in one day hmm maniraga gyanam tinging jewels with various colors tinging or tinge or tinging jewels with various colors akaragyanam mineralogy vrikshayur vedayoga herbal medicine 
herbal medicine one day they learned everything mesha kukkuta lavaka yuddha vidhi the art of training and engaging rams uh, cocks and quails in fighting ram fighting cock fighting and quail fighting actually this uh, quail fighting or cock fighting is very prominent in um, tamil nadu also and also in philippines especially philippines is very very big shuka sharika pralapanam knowledge of how to train male and female parrots to speak and to answer the questions of human beings utsadanam healing a person with ointments kesha marjana kaushalam hair dressing hair dressing aksharam mushtika kathanam telling what is written in a book without seeing it and telling what is hidden in another's fist mlechita kutarka vikalpa fabricating barbarous or foreign sophistry what is that kutarka oh false arguments sophistry what is sophistry fallacious argument yeah kutarka means tarka means argument kutarka means bad argument mlechita mlecha means you know barbarian barbarous fabricating barbarous or foreign sophistry <laughs> that is also an art and actually you know who is the expert at this art buddha and shankaracharya they have done this to the best you know to the highest degree <laughs> buddha you know completely bewildered with his own philosophy and shankaracharya also used the vedas and still you know did this fabricating barbarous and foreign sophistry mlechita kutarka vikalpa how expert lord shiva is you know desha bhasha gyanam knowledge of provincial dialects in fact when we think when when we think about these all these arts we think about the extent to which we can do it but the extent to which krishna and balram can do it is unfathomable for example desha bhasha gyanam you know like knowledge of provincial dialects this it doesn't seem like a big thing right but i mean it is a big thing we don't know many languages but it looks okay learning many languages but krishna and balram can take it to levels which we can't even imagine for example krishna was so expert that he could completely communicate with all the birds the worms the plants the trees everything he was communicating not just provincial dialects when we said provincial dialects desha bhasha gyanam means not just you know normal he could speak even to the animals every species he could speak otherwise how he understands as paramatma he is in everybody's heart how he understands everybody what he what they are thinking he knows their language in fact whatever they just forget about knowing the language he is the one who created their language otherwise how the animals can even survive in their own thing so when we think about when we you know hair dressing for example for example peacock peacock's feathers feathers are nothing but hair form of hair you see how nicely it is designed how nicely the peacock feathers is each each a different um if you if you take a peacock feather it's all different strands but put together they have a nice design that means how this strand knows that the continuation of this design should continue to this side of this strand how 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 does that happen 
because the, the design is continuous among many strands put together so how this strand the color is coming at this part at this part and, and it's all continuing i mean you just imagine how much you know all this art hairdressing if you say hairdressing or normal barber okay you know straighten hair or you know perm the hair or you know whatever color the hair we think about all these limited things but just expand it to unlimited uh, limits unlimited limits what is that <laughs> without limit so <laughs> that is krishna and balram's you know expertise because they are the source of everything they, i mean to engineer this universe like this they must be experts in physics chemistry and everything for example chemistry or mixing chemicals that is how you know each each plant is taking out different chemicals from the earth and different tastes are there each fruit each vegetable each you know everything is different taste different flavors how this is all chemicals so where are they coming from and who has who is extracting those things krishna so we have to understand that whatever is mentioned here we have to understand that they have an unlimited uh, extent each of these arts pushpa shakatika nirmiti gyanam knowledge of how to build toy carts with flowers you know <laughs> yantramatrika composing magic squares arrangements of numbers adding up to a same total in all directions i think um, this is <laughs> you see all these things dharanamatrika the use of amulets samvachyam conversation conversation is an art the art of conversation it requires a lot of emotional intelligence all these things expertise hmm. how to you know the art of negotiation all these things we have to understand that they are very very great art and all these are already in the 64 arts that are you know it's already there in our vedas same vedic uh, education nowadays people have big big degrees but their what is their conversation f word is coming out or bad words are coming out this is their art of conversation big big degrees big big phd's and all that but all bad words are coming out so this is their conversation see um real real skills which are actually useful that are taught in the vedic and along with all the things that are already taught in the different degree programs they are learning in one gurukul you see manasi kavya kriya composing verses mentally without even writing just in the mind create manasi kavya kriya composing versus mentally kriya vikalpa designing a literary work or a medical remedy chalitaka yoga building shrines you know building shrines requires a lot of vastu knowledge as well architecture and all this in- includes not just the shape and all that but also the vastu and everything all this is included then next abhidhana kosha chando gyanam lexicography and uh, knowledge of poetic meters kosha chandog kosha means measurement eh? lexicography what is lexicography the activity or occupation of compiling dictionaries the practice of compiling dictionaries wow lexicography and the knowledge of poetic meters vastra gopanam disguising one kind of cloth to look like another dyuta vishesham knowledge of various forms of gambling that is also an art akarsha krida playing dice 
బాలక క్రీడనం ప్లేయింగ్ విత్ చిల్డ్రన్స్ టాయ్స్ ప్లేయింగ్ విత్ చిల్డ్రన్స్ టాయ్స్ ఆల్సో నాట్ వైనాయికి విద్య ఎన్ఫోర్సింగ్ డిసిప్లిన్ బై మిస్టిక్ పవర్ వైజయికి విద్య గెయినింగ్ విక్టరీ దర్ ఇస్ నాట్ వైతాళికి విద్య అవేకనింగ్ వన్స్ మాస్టర్ విత్ మ్యూజిక్ యాట్ డాన్ సిక్స్టీ ఫోర్ ఆర్ట్స్ సో ఎనీవే దర్ ఇస్ దీస్ ద థింగ్స్ దే లర్న్డ్ ఇన్ ద గురుకుల్ నావ్ ఆఫ్టర్ ఎవ్రీథింగ్ యు నో వాట్ హ్యాపన్ Oh king, the learned Brahmana Sandipani carefully considered because they wanted to give Guru Dakshin, right? You see, they satisfied the spiritual master by offering him Guru Dakshina. So the Guru Dakshina, Guru has to ask something from the disciple. Now what did he ask? Dvijastayostam mahimanam adbhutam samlokshrajan natimanushim matim atimanushim matim beyond human capacity ati manushim manushya manushya means human manushim means human ati manushim means beyond human capacity superhuman powers samantra pat patnya samahar nave mritam balam prabhase varayam babhuvah o king the learned brahmana sandipani carefully considered the two lords glorious and amazing qualities and their superhuman intelligence then after consulting with his wife he chose as his remuneration the return of his young son who had died in the ocean at prabhas <laughs> yeah he is a guru so he has to they, they must give guru dakshina so instead of asking them ordinary guru dakshina he asked his son back who who died in the ocean you know according to shri vishnu chakravarti the child was captured by the conscious demon while playing at the mahashiva kshetra prabhas kshetra then so be it replied those two great charioteers of limitless might and they at once mounted their chariot and set off for prabhas when they reached their place they walked up to the shore and sat down in a moment the deity of the ocean recognizing them to be the supreme lords approached them with offerings of tribute the supreme lord krishna addressed the lord of the ocean let the son of my guru be presented at once the one you seized here with your mighty waves shri samudra uvacha the ocean replied oh lord krishna it was not i who abducted him but a demon- demonic descendant of diti named Pan- panchajana who travels in the water in the form of a conch so there is a demon whose name was panchajana who travels in the water in the form of a conch if you see krishna's conchal is known as panchajanya <laughs> and it is because later you will see krishna took that conchal from him see clearly the purport clearly the demon panchajana was too powerful for the ocean to control otherwise the ocean would not would have prevented such an unlawful act uh, panchajana was a very powerful demon but he travels in the water in the form of a conch conchal so his name is panchajana that's why his, his conchal is called panchajanya indeed the ocean said that demon has taken him away hearing this 
Lord Krishna entered the ocean, found Panchajana and killed him. But the Lord did not find the boy within the demon's belly. Lord Janardhan took the corn shell that had grown around the demon's body and went back to the chariot. And because this corn shell was taken from the demon's body, it is known as Panchajanya. Panchajanyam Rishikesho Devadattam Dhananjaya Poundram Daddho Mahashankha Bhimakarma Vrikodaraha so these are conscious of different personalities. Arjuna's conscious name is Devadatta. Um, Bhima's conscious name is Poundra. Ananta Vijaya is the uh, conscious for of Yudhishthira. Sugosha is Nakula. Um, Manipushpaka is Sahadev conscious like that. It's all in the Bhagavad Gita, <coughs> first chapter. So Lord Janardhan took the conscious that had grown around the demon's body and went back to the chariot. Then he proceeded to Samyamani, the beloved capital of Yamaraj, the Lord of Death. Upon arriving there with Lord Balaram, he loudly blew his conch shell and Yamaraj, who keeps the conditioned souls in check, came as soon as he heard the resounding vibration. Yamaraj elaborately worshipped the two lords with great devotion and then, then he addressed Krishna, Lord Krishna, who lives in everyone's heart. O Supreme Lord Vishnu, what shall I do for you and Balaram, who are playing the part of ordinary humans? See, actually there is one explanation here, conch shell. The conchal, so anyway, he he did not find the boy in the belly of this demon, so he went to Yamalok. So we will read the continuation. But here in the purport, the conchal the Lord took from Panchajana, which is called Panchajanya, is the same one he sounded at the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita. According to the Acharyas, Panchajana had become a demon in a way similar to that of Jaya and Vijaya. Wow, this is interesting. In other words, Though appearing in the form of a demon, he was actually a devotee of the Lord. The Skanda Puran, Avanti Khanda, describes the wonderful things that happened when Lord Krishna sounded his conchal. Asipatravanam nama shirnavatram ajayata rauravam nama narakam arauravam abhutada abhairavam bhairavakyam kumbhipakam apachakam The hell known as Asipatravana lost the sharp sword-like leaves on its trees. This is the Asipatra, you know that I told you. And those sword-like leaves on its trees, you know, when the, the body is another class, I told you, the hellish punishments. <laughs> the lost the sharp sword-like leaves on its trees, and the hell named Raurava became free of its ruru beasts. The Bhairava hell lost its fearfulness, and all cooking oil stopped in the Kumbhipaka hell. <laughs> wow. The Skanda Puran further states, Papakshaya tatahasarve vimukta narakanaraha. Padam avyayam asadhya. Their sinful reactions eradicated all the inhabitants of hell, attained liberation and approached the spiritual world. But again, we don't know the exact story of this Panchajana demon, but it looks like it was a story similar to Jay and Vijay. That's why he was so powerful that the ocean also cannot control. Just as Hiranyakashipu and Hiranyaksha, nobody could control in the universe. Interesting, huh? Okay, let's go to the next verse. Shri Bhagavan Vacha, Supreme Personality of Godhead. Suffering the bondage of his past activity, my spiritual master's son was brought here to you. O great king, obey my command and bring this boy to me without delay. Yamaraj said, so be it, and brought forth the Guru's son. Then those two most exalted Yadus presented the boy to their spiritual master and said to him, please select another boon. Okay, done. What next? <laughs> they were like very, you know, ready to execute the next order. <clears throat> Shri Guru Vacha. Now, the Guru is not a 
greedy fellow, Sandipani Muni, he said, the spiritual master said, my dear boys, you too have completely fulfilled the disciple's obligation to reward his spiritual master. In fact, no disciple can reward his spiritual master like this. Somebody bringing somebody dead back to life, all the way from Yamalok. You know, you too have completely fulfilled the disciple's obligation to reward his spiritual master. Indeed, with disciples like you, what further desires could a guru have? So, Guru's desire is that, as uh, you know, of course, it's not that. Again, we have to understand that why this Sandipani Muni is so attached to his son. You know, he's supposed to be the spiritual master of Krishna and Balram, but why is he attached to his son like an ordinary person? It's not that. It looks like that. But he asked this from Krishna and Balram just to show the exalted nature of Krishna and Balram. Hmm. To show how, how great Krishna and Balram is. So, by asking this, only Krishna and Balram can do it. So, that again is becomes a Leela and everybody will glorify Krishna and Balram for this. And this is why Sandipani Muni chose to bring his son back, get his son back. Not that he was especially attached to the son, you know, like an ordinary materialist. We should never understand these things in, a, in that light. We should understand them properly. Evam yovati tattvataha, properly understand. O heroes! Okay, this is the verse I wanted to show. 10.45.48 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Gachatam svagraham virao kirtirvam astupavani chandham syayata yamani bhavantiva bhavantvivaha paratacha The last two lines is the same as the other. 10.80.42 O heroes, now please return home. May your fame sanctify the world. And may... You see, he said, kirtirvam astupavani May your fame sanctify the world. Because he, of course, he brought back his, I mean, they brought back his dead son. Because of that, they will become exceptionally famous, right? And not only because of that, that is just one of the things. So, in this way, not that, oh, uh, Krishna and Balram, you are not famous enough. Let me help you become famous. You bring this dead son back, then people in the future will, you know, speak about you, about your, and then people will become, no, he, they are already famous. But, Astu Pavani. Sorry. Pavani, you see this? That is mean. That means purifying to purify the people. To purify the people, not that because of Sandipani Muni they become a little more famous. No, they are already famous. The whole spiritual world knows who the Lord is. In this material world, which is just like one corner of the spiritual sky, here everybody is forgetful. Still, there are many acharyas and many great devotees are also there who remember the Lord. But in the spiritual world, everybody remembers the Lord. He is known everywhere. Nobody can be more famous than him. But if his fame is spread in this world, then people become purified. Hmm. So, how carefully the words are chosen. Kirtir vamastu pavani chandamsi ayatayamani And may the Vedic hymns be ever fresh in your minds both in this life and the next. So, in both cases, Krishna and Sudama, they you know, brought the firewood for the spiritual master and same Krishna and Balaram they brought the dead son back to life. So, they have been, they have done seva. Pranipatena, pariprashena, sevaya. Hmm. So, in this way, they have done seva and therefore, ayatayamani, ever fresh in your minds. That means, receiving newer and newer um, enthusiasm, receiving newer and newer taste uh, from our learning. That is possible that enthusiasm can be kept if we keep on surrendering to the spiritual master and serving him.
especially serving his instruction is very very important so this is explained in the seventh canto 15th chapter text uh, 45 we have seen this before but it's always good to recap यावन्नर्काय रथमात्मशोपकलम धत्ते गरिष्ठचरणाचनया निशात ज्ञानासीमच्युतबलोदधदस्त्रुस्वानंदुष्ट उपशात इदम विजहियात As long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not fully under one's control one must have the lotus feet of his superiors namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors by their mercy see one must have the lotus feet of the superiors guru and the predecessor spiritual master by their mercy one can sharpen the sword of knowledge and with the power of the supreme personality of godhead's mercy one must then conquer the enemies mentioned above in this way the devotee should able to should be able to merge into his own transcendental bliss and then he may give up his body and resume his spiritual identity you see this the spiritual master will give the sword of knowledge so gyanasim the sword of knowledge now we have to sharpen it so how one does not fall back into illusion na punar moham how he has to sharpen that sword of knowledge for what sword what what do you need a sword for for you know cutting right and cutting what the hard knots of illusion we have to cut our hard knots of illusion that are binding us so the spiritual master will give us the sword we need to sharpen the sword then we can cut away these knots hmm. so one has to sharpen the sword gyanasim achyuta balo nishatam sharpened how garishtha charanarchanaya the lotus feet of the spiritual superiors archanaya by serving again sevaya then it will become sharpened so by following the instructions that is where the key is then we will not fall back into illusion but if we don't do this if we don't follow the instruction if we don't do seva the spiritual master can be perfect but if we are not doing our duty as a disciple perfectly then um what opposite results will come i'll show you श्रीमद भागवत इलेवन फाइव फाइव विप्रो राजन्य वैश्यो वा हरे प्राप्ता पदाक श्रौते न जन्म जन्मनाथा मुह्यंतियादीन ऑन द अदर हैंड ब्राह्मणस मेम्बर्स ऑफ द रॉयल ऑर्डर एंड वैश्यस ईवन आफ्टर बीइंग अलाउड टू अप्रोच द लोटस फीट ऑफ द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड हरी by receiving the second birth of vedic initiation can become bewildered and adopt various materialistic philosophies this is called punar moham even after being initiated and you know by a bona fide process hmm again can become bewildered and adopt various materialistic philosophies see here it is said Shri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur also gives very nice explanation. But anyway, this is the point. They can fall down, and uh, fall down means 
they go to either karmakanda or jnanakanda back again so this is a fall down so i'll show you another so many verses are there like this right 10 87 33 we have seen this many times 10 87 vijita rishika vayubhiradanta manasturagam yaiha yatanti yantum atilolam upaya khidah व्यसनशतान्विता समवहाय गुरोश्चरण वणिज इवाज सन्त्यकृतकर्णधराजलधौ द मैंड इज लाइक एन इंपैचुअस हॉस दट ईवन पर्सन हू हेव रेगुलेटेड सेंसेस एंड ब्रेथ कैन नॉट कंट्रोल दोज इन दिस वर्ल्ड हू ट्राई टू टेम द अनकंट्रोल माइंड बट हू अबैंड इन द फीड ऑफ देयर स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर एंड काउंट हंड्रेड्स ऑफ ऑब्स्टिकल्स इन द कल्टिवेशन ऑफ वेरियस डिस्ट्रेसफुल प्रैक्टिस ओ अनबॉर्न लॉर्ड दे आर लाइक मर्चेंट्स ऑन अ बोट इन द ओशन हू हैव फेल टू एम्जॉय हू हैव फेल टू एम्प्लॉय सॉरी हेम्समैन See, <clears throat> hundreds of obstacles. This is again. Obstacles can only come when you are in the Moham platform. Uh, yeah, when one just like when we are on this earth, mountains appear insurmountable, right? But when we are flying on the in the in the aeroplane, easily we pass mountains. You know, without a name, without just sitting there doing nothing, we pass. So similarly, obstacles will come when we are in the lower consciousness. when we are in the higher consciousness above the brahmabhuta prasannatma if you are in the brahma brahmabhuta stage by how how would we come to that stage by mamchayo vyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate sagunan samatiti haitan brahmabhu yaya kalpate so by unflinching devotional service we come to the brahmabhuta platform and brahmabhuta prasannatma nashochatina kaankshati samas sarveshu bhuteshu mad bhaktim labhate param the spontaneous devotional service will come then so that is you know brahmabhuta platform is above the three modes it's like way just like we come above the above the clouds there's no more darkness as long as you're within the clouds ah yes the clouds will sometimes cover our vision and everything once we rise above the clouds the sun is always there we will never be our vision of the sun will never be obstructed similarly when one comes to the brahmabhuta stage one's vision of krishna especially when he becomes a devotee is never obstructed in that a uh, state there are no more obstacles apratyahata but we have to come to that uh, unmotivated un- uninterrupted devotional service so otherwise if we fall down back again then yes hundreds of obstacles hmm. <clears throat> this is stated in kevala bodhalabdhaye that means simply wasting our time and um, what is the other one yeah seven canto 15th chapter 26th verse yasya sakshat bhagavati gyanadeepa pradegurau martya sadhihi shrutam tasya sarvam kunjara shauchavat the spiritual master should be considered to be directly the supreme lord and he gives transcendental knowledge for enlightenment consequently for one who maintains the material conception that the spiritual master is an ordinary human being everything is frustrated his enlightenment and his vedic studies and knowledge are like the bathing of an elephant so it becomes wasted that means one again falls back what is this kunjara shauchavat kunjara shauchavat means the elephant bath so elephant takes bath cleanses itself thoroughly in the river come out pour sand again so this is again punar moham the sand or the dirt of material existence comes again back uh, this kunjara shauchavat again punar so how to stay na punar moham 
we have to be very sincere in our service to the spiritual master this is the key this is the key otherwise we'll again come to punar mohan and um, there is one nice i think 11 1643 i think यो वै वान्मनसी सम्यक् असम्यछन्धियायतिस्व्रतम तपोदानम श्रवत्याम घटांबुवत अ ट्रांसेंडेंटलिस्ट हू डज नॉट कंप्लीटली कंट्रोल हिज वर्ड्स एंड माइंड बाय सुपीरियर इंटेलिजेंस विल फाइंड दैट हिज स्पिरिचुअल वाउज ऑस्टेरिटीज एंड चैरिटी फ्लो अवे जस्ट एज वॉटर फ्लोज आउट ऑफ एन अनबेक्ड क्ले पॉट सो वॉट इज वॉट डज इट मीन बाय नॉट Con- completely controlling his words and mind by superior intelligence again superior intelligence what is superior intelligence what is inferior intelligence inferior intelligence means such intelligence cannot tell the mind cannot dictate to the mind what to do it takes the dic- 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 i mean dictation of the mind and acts upon it in a careful intelligent manner so in other words it is a servant of the mind's desires and that is inferior intelligence superior intelligence means which is strengthened by the spiritual knowledge given by krishna through the spiritual master and then controlling so our as a disciple we have to be controlled by the words of the spiritual master uh, so we have to that is superior intelligence so even though whatever i want to do i have to first guru sadhu shastra that is control so who does not completely control his mind one words that means if we don't control our mind let our mind go and not follow the order of the spiritual master then our spiritual vows austerities and charity flow away just as water flows out of an unbaked clay pot so these are all punar moham punar moham i give you a story a short story about um, who is this ramachandra puri who is the disciple of madhavendra puri and god brother of ishwar puri ishwar puri being the spiritual master of chaitanya mahaprabhu we i think you know the story already but there is also an example of punar moham This is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antyalila, chapter 8, text 8. <clears throat> Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also offered obeisances unto Ramachandra Puri, who then embraced him and thus remembered Krishna. So is Ramachandra Puri always criticizes Vaishnavas. Criticizes he criticizes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also. So you see the characteristic of Ramachandra Puri was that first he would induce someone to eat more than necessary and then he would criticize him why you have overeaten, you know like that. Formerly when Madhavendra Puri was at the last stage of his life, Ramachandra Puri came to where he was staying. 
Madhavendra Puri was chanting the holy name of Krishna and sometimes he would cry, Oh my Lord, I did not get shelter at Mathura. Mathura na painu boli karen krandana. Then Ramachandra Puri was so foolish that he fearlessly dared to instruct his spiritual master. If you are in full transcendental bliss, he said, you should now remember only Brahman. Why are you crying? Or uh, this Ramachandra Puri trying to be hero. Hmm? When we try to become hero in front of a friend or spiritual master, then become zero. Uh, we have to become a f- full servant hmm, of spiritual master. Then, hearing this instruction, Madhavendra Puri, greatly angry, rebuked him by saying, Get out, you sinful rascal! Oh, my Lord Krishna, I could not reach you, nor could I reach your abode, Mathura. I am dying in my unhappiness, and now this rascal has come to give me more pain. Huh? Don't show your face to me. Go anywhere else you like. If I die seeing your face, I shall not achieve the destination of my life. Tore dekhim moile more hobe asadgati. I am dying without achieving the shelter of Krishna and therefore I am greatly unhappy. Now this condemned foolish rascal has come to instruct me about Brahman. So, of course, these things are ecstasy of Madhavendra Puri. Actually, he was always Krishna conscious. He was so Krishna conscious that he thought himself the worst of sinners. Hmm. Otherwise, actually, he was always Krishna conscious. Ramachandra Puri was thus denounced by Madhavendra Puri. Due to his offence, gradually material desire appeared within him. One who is attached to... Dry speculative knowledge has no relationship with Krishna. His occupation is criticizing Vaishnavas. Thus, he is situated in criticism. And uh, um, I want to show you something else. Okay, anyway. Ishwar Puri, the spiritual master of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, performed service to Madhavendra Puri, cleaning up his stool and urine with his own hand. Ishwarpuri was always chanting the holy name and pastimes of Lord Krishna for Madhavendra Puri to hear. In this way, he helped Madhavendra Puri remember the holy name and pastimes of Lord Krishna at the time of death. Pleased with Ishwarpuri, Madhavendra Puri embraced him and gave him the benediction that he would be a great devotee and lover of Krishna. Thus, Ishwarpuri became like an ocean of ecstatic love for Krishna, whereas Ramachandra Puri became a dry speculator and a critic of everyone else. Now, Madhavendra Puri is the same spiritual master. But one of his disciples never fell back into illusion, na punar moham, and another one, punar moham, happened. So, why? It's because of the disposition of the disciple. The spiritual master is the same. It's how we adhere ourselves to the instructions of the spiritual master. Ishwar Puri received the blessing of Madhavendra Puri, whereas Ramachandra Puri received a rebuke from him. Therefore, these two persons, Ishwarpuri and Ramachandrapuri, are examples of the objects of a great personality's benediction and punishment. Madhavendrapuri instructed the entire world by presenting these two examples. Hmm. See, His Divine Grace Madhavendrapuri. The spiritual master of the entire world thus distributed ecstatic love for Krishna. While passing away from this material world, he chanted the following verse. Beautiful verse. Ayedina dayardra natha he mathura natha kadava lokyase hridayam tvadaloka kataram daita brahmyatikim karomyaham O my Lord, O most merciful Master, O Master of Mathura, 
when shall i see you again because of my not seeing you my my agitated heart has become unsteady oh most beloved one what shall i do now you know in this in this verse madhavendra puri teaches how to achieve ecstatic love for krishna by feeling separate separation from krishna one becomes spiritually situated so this is the this is the instance of apunar moham that happened Actually, there is one purport here which I wanted to draw your attention to. Let's see if I find it. Yes, this is very important purport. Ramachandra Puri. This is from the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antilila eight dot twenty six. Ramachandra Puri was thus denounced by Madhavendra Puri due to his offense gradually material desire appeared desire appeared within him You see this is punarmoham and how it happened shay aparadhe ihara vasana janmila aparadhe aparadh means because of the offense ihara of uh, Ramachandra Puri vasana material desire janmila arose the word vasana material desires refers to dry speculative knowledge such speculative knowledge is only material as confirmed in the shrimad bhagavatam 10144 a person without devotional service who simply wants to know things kevala bodhalabdhaye gains only dry speculative knowledge but no spiritual profit this is confirmed in the bhakti sandarbha 111 where it is said jeevan mukta api punaryanti samsara vasanam यद्यचिंत्य महाशक्त भगवत्यपराधिन ईवन दो वन इज लिबरेटेड इन दिस लाइफ इफ वन ऑफेंस द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड ही फॉल्स डाउन इन द मिड्स ऑफ मेटीरियल डिजायर्स ऑफ विच ड्राई स्पेक्युलेशन अबाउट स्पिरिचुअल रियलाइजेशन इज वन वन ऑफ द फॉल डाउन इज ड्राई स्पिरिचुअल ड्राई स्पेक्युलेशन अबाउट स्पिरिचुअल अदर इज अदर ग्रोथ एंड ग्रेटिफिकेशन बट दीज आर ऑल फॉल्स फॉल डाउन्स जीवन मुक्ता अभी पुनर्यांति संसार वासना दिस इज एक्जैक्टली ऑपोजिट टू टूडेज वर्स न पुनर्मोहम वट इज दैट स्टार्टिंग लाइन यज्ञावा सॉरी यज्ञावा न पुनर्मोहम एवं यासि पांडवा सो वंस यू नो दिस यू विल नवर फॉल अगेन इन टूल्यूशन बट हियर इवन इफ यू आर लिबरेटेड यू विल फॉल डाउन अगेन इफ यू ऑफेंड सी In his Laghutoshani commentary on Srimad Bhagavatam, ten to thirty-two, Jiva Goswami says, ten to thirty-two is the verse where Aruhya Krishna Param Padam Tatha Patanti Adho Nadrati Ushmadangreya. So in that Jiva Goswami says, Jivan Mukta Api Punar Bandhanam Yanti Karma Bhihi Yad Yachintya Mahashaktau Bhagavat Yaparadhina. Even if one is liberated in this life, he becomes addicted to material desires because of offences to the supreme personality of Godhead. a similar quotation from one of the puranas also appears in the vishnu bhakti chandrodaya jeevan jeevan muktah prapadyante kvachit samsara vasanam yogino na vilipyante karma bhir bhagavat parah even liberated souls sometimes fall down to material desires but those who fully engage in devotional service to the supreme personality of godhead are not affected by such desires so one should fully engage in devotional service to krishna and that cannot be done without the spiritual master 
yasya prasadat bhagavat prasadat so this fully full engagement in devotional service to krishna can happen only through the following the instructions of the guru <clears throat> so therefore we have to be very careful even if the liberated soul three verses are quoted here jiva goswami two verses and this is from one of the puranas uh, appearing in vishnu bhakti chandrodaya three verses here that uh, even liberated soul can fall back into illusion punarmoham if he does not do seva and he do does instead of aradhana he do, he does aparadhana so this aparadh we should um, we should very, very very carefully avoid and guru droha means to disobey the order of the spiritual master that's why we chant the 10 offenses the third offense is to disobey the order of the spiritual master and it should never be done hmm. because once one does it immediately becomes useless as chaitanya charitamrita confirms adilila chapter 12 see text 8 cc adi 12.8 at first all the followers of advaita acharya shared a single opinion but later they followed two different opinions as ordained by providence some of the disciples disciples strictly accepted the orders of the acharya and others deviated independently concocting their own opinions under the spell of daivi maya again punarmoham happened why it happened next verse the order of the spiritual master is the active principle in spiritual life any one who disobeys the order of the spiritual master immediately becomes useless so this is how we become punarmoham when we disobey the order of the spiritual master when we don't do sevaya hmm. so that is how we stay in napunar moham platform so with that i would like to conclude the session any uh, questions or comments on this topic let's see first question by bhakta virendra which is more better for a jiva only karma and no bhakti or only bhakti and no karmic activities can a devotee only perform 100% bhakti only karma and no bhakti is uh, understood to be nonsense so the other question other part is only bhakti and no karmic activities well that is the ideal but um, many of us we are entrapped in karmic activities Uh, because of our i mean situation in this material world our family situation our whatever circumstances so the whole process is to come to 100% bhakti that's why even those who are uh, engaged in uh, materialistic activities that's why it is said 50% of their income they must give to the krishna consciousness movement to the spiritual master so at least 50% of that karmic activities has transformed into bhakti by offering the results to krishna to this through the spiritual master so that way they will quickly progress to the uh, point of 100% hmm. so it is not that those who are brahmachari or those who are full time it is not that they have they are 100% now it is a process by which they can become 100% 100% means like prabhupad that is 100% so none of us are in that stage at least i am not so i mean i am not is a very big statement actually i am nowhere close nowhere i mean nowhere even remotely close so 
100% bhakti is it possible well it is possible that is the exact example that is shown by pure devotees like shri prabhupada and all the examples given in shrimad bhagavatam and uh, chaitanya charitamrita and ramayana everywhere but we have to come to that stage so by holding on to the order of the spiritual master by executing on the order then we will come to that stage hmm. so we have to now hold on to the order of the spiritual master uh, then yes we will progress to the point of 100% bhakti next question by bhakta virendra what happens to those initiated devotees who give up their initiation vows do they fall down from the path of bhakti and do they get redemption in this lifetime good question so the thing is they will definitely be diverted but whatever they have done in their devotional life will never be lost so there will be a interruption but it will continue back again just like bharat maharaj he you know unnecessarily he uh, reposed his affection on the deer and he became distracted from his vows and therefore he was his progress was interrupted but then again that very interruption became an impetus a strong impetus for his comeback so <clears throat> that is explained in the first canto of shrimad bhagavatam this is what happens One five seventeen first, and then we will go to one five nineteen. So here it is said, "Chatvasvadharmam charanam bhujam harer bhajanna pakvo thapate tato yadi yatrakvavabhadram abhuda mushyakim kovartha apto bhajatam svadharmataha." One who has forsaken his material occupations to engage in the devotional service of the Lord may sometimes fall down while in an immature stage. yet there is no danger of his being unsuccessful on the other hand a non devotee though fully engaged in occupational duties does not gain anything again in an immature stage one will commit all these offenses one will do you know things which are not supposed to be done but still he will come back after some time to devotional life <clears throat> as it is said here 1519 न वैजनो जातुकथंचनाव्रजेन्मुकुंदसेव्यन्यवदंगसंस्रतिम्स्मरन्मुकुंधांग्रि because a person who has once relished the taste of the lotus feet of the lord can do nothing but remember that ecstasy again and again so same thing happened with um, bharat maharaj you know he <clears throat> he forgot his vows i mean he neglected his vows and then he got attracted to the deer and then you know uh, he fell down as a deer but next life that very same thing because of his repentance it became such a great impetus that he became fully self realized and because he once they relish the taste of the remembrance of the lord they will never they can do nothing but remember that ecstasy again and again and want to come back to it so this is again you have to be fortunate to come to this position if the person has fallen down because of you know uh, immaturity that is another thing but to um willfully disobey the order of the spiritual master and to particularly go against his order 
after great deliberation that is a much more serious offense immature falling down in a, in an immature stage is different you know like you understand that okay i have to you know become a devotee but then you cannot control you know your senses or something like that that's another thing but your um, respect for the spiritual master is it's not gone but if one loses respect and actually challenges the spiritual master or willfully disobeys what the spiritual master has said every morning we are singing guru mukha padma vakya chittate kori aikya arana kori ho mane asha the word the instruction of the spiritual master should be the life force of the disciple and he should not have any other desire than to execute on the spiritual master's order so if we deviate from that or especially we go against the order that is very very serious now such people will have to face very very serious consequences and not only they become they go against that is already bad but to facilitate thousands of others to also go against the order of the spiritual master that's even bad even worse that is the ashmasaram hridayam batedam no ashma what no that is different this is um, ashma plavam yeah 6 um, 7 14 i think tesham kupath deshtrinam patatam tamasi hyadah ye shraddhadhyur vachaste vai majjanti ashma plavaiva leaders who have fallen into ignorance and who mislead people by directing them to the path of destruction as described in the previous verse are in effect boarding a stone boat and so too are those who blindly follow them a stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them and if you see this verse 6714 if you see the 671 this chapter first verse and all the way until here you know what is the context of this context is indra is speaking this verse he himself disobeyed his or disrespected his spiritual master brahaspati and because of that he is saying this and he is a leader indra is a leader right he is a leader of the entire heavens and he disrespecting the spiritual master is definitely a very very bad example and he is boarding a stone boat and he is asking everybody to also board the stone boat and everybody will sink with it uh, all all the passengers will sink along with the captain so that's why we should this is very serious going particularly against the order of the spiritual master and facilitating such offense for thousands of others which is happening in iskon this is very very grave offense very very grave <clears throat> do they fall down from the path of bhakti and do they redeem, get redemption in this lifetime so the only way to get redemption in this lifetime is to uh, accept the mistake and again follow the order of the spiritual master that's the only way that's the only way one has to repent such nonsense and he has to again follow the order of the spiritual master that is the only way otherwise he has no other way hmm. so next so bhaktin puja is asking why people judge women even they don't left even they don't leave mother sita well it is not about judging women um that is the culture is about a man also ramchandra was himself judged 
Ramchandra was judged. They said that oh, he is keeping a woman who is after who is away from home after ten months also. So this is Vedic culture. So Vedic culture is that a woman should be so chaste to the husband that she should not go anywhere away from the husband. So that is is teaching us in fact. So this is a valid consideration. But Ramchandra already proved that Sita was faultless. Hmm. But the ways of this world are like that. People will always do gossip. Still, to show the perfect example as a ruler, so that nobody will, you know, say that oh, Ramachandra, you know, allowed, so I will also allow. Or the woman, you know, will say in the future to save the future woman, Ramachandra did that. He banished Mother Sita to save the future woman because if the, in the future, especially in this Kali Yuga, where men and women both are very loose, and women can take advantage of this and say, but Ramachandra accepted his Sita. you know even after she's 10 months away why you can't accept me i i can go out anywhere so to save them from that he banished her to show the example and also to show the example that a king should be above any uh, as i say king can do no wrong but the thing is that the king should not do anything wrong king and as it is said also in the english caesar's wife should be above suspicion it means a king and his wife should be above suspicion so Uh, in order to show this example because in the future there will be so many politicians so many kings who have very bad character and now it is widely seen so many men who are occupying the government posts have very bad track record hmm so many scandals so many you know so many things they're doing so why so ramchandra bhagwan is setting the example of a perfect ruler and is also setting the example of a perfect woman and sita devi Ramchandra knew how pure she was. She could walk through the fire, and fire did not burn her. That's why he made her walk through the fire, so that nobody in the future would offend Mother Sita. Uh, he actually did not, by doing that Agni Pariksha for Sita Devi, he is saving so many people from committing offence because people will talk like this. But still, after doing so, also people, some people still were talking like this. Hmm. People are like that sometimes. Again, to save them. and to save everybody he did that he did a very strong move he left sita um, it was not that he re- he relished what he did but uh, he had to do it and of course that facilitated again the vipralamba bhava between sita and ram the service i mean the love in separation that's another spiritual topic but materially he taught these examples we have to understand these things in fine detail we cannot say oh why women are being judged no it is not about women every anybody should be judged the whole vedic why there are law why there are laws laws are for what why is a judge sitting and he is given such a fat salary why his whole business is to judge based on the law book so we we have to know how to judge everybody through the law book because we should know what is correct example what is wrong example what is correct behavior what is wrong behavior we have to know all these things tasmat shastram pramanante कार्यकार्यवस्थित So if a woman is has not returned home for one night 
it is deemed that she is unchaste. So that was the standard of Vedic civilization. Even though she may not be unchaste or something, but there is no room for explanation that much. You know, so that no matter what, she will never move away from the husband for even one night. So that will strictly keep the woman in chastity. Otherwise, you'll say, oh, for this reason, for that reason. Of course, in Kaliuga, this is much more different nowadays. But this is the thing. Hmm. This is the strict standard of uh, chastity that is being taught. So um, it's not about judging woman or judging man. It's everybody should be judged because at the time of death, <laughs> in every religion, is a judgment day. Actually, the judgment day is the time when we die. That death is the exam. That is the judgment day. We will be judged. Our exams, what, is, what does the examiner do? He judges how well this person, this student has done the paper. Right? That is judge. So, similarly, at, our, at the time of our death, that is a judgment day for us. So, it's always a good practice for a student before the actual test, he does so many preliminary tests, as they call prelims, and so many practice tests. You know, I mean, good students when they practice for exams, they pra they practice so many tests. They they buy these books of uh, past test papers, and then they you know they practice those things. Why? To test yourself or to you know do all those tests, you must have repeated tests before the actual test. So, each one of our actions lead our consciousness. You know. Um, onward so all that will matter at the time of death the aggregate of our um, thinking process will be uh, will influence our thinking at the time of death so it is good to be judged even before the final judgment because at that time we cannot retract we cannot atone for whatever wrongs we have done but if we are judged now it's good because we can then correct our path okay i have done a mistake okay let me let me correct my path so it's good to be judged, but judged by the proper person, by Guru Sadhu Shastra. Material people judging us, that is useless. Their judgment is useless because they are not the examiner. They don't even know the subject of life. Yeah, those who know the subject of life, those sadhus, Guru, Shastra, yes, we have to take judgment from them and then execute our duties always. Next question by Vanajakshi Mataji. Prabhuji, has Vyasaji mentioned these confidential mantras chanted before shooting the arrows anywhere in scriptures? Asking out of curiosity. <laughs> you want to become a <laughs> great archer or what? Of course, it is said. I mean, these are all stated. Um, but many, uh, I think Parshuram also gave mantra to Karna. But then when he found out that he was actually a Kshatriya, then he said, you will forget the mantra at the right time when you need it. So, some maybe are, you know, confidentially kept and uh, passed down from, you know, in parampara like that, you know. Because if, if this, and anyway, even if you know the mantra also, you can't do anything because you must have the, the teja, the oja, to actually, for the mantra to be effective, we have to be, you know, uh, powerful enough in our own practical life. So, it depends on our tapasya also. Pronunciation is one thing and tapasya is the other thing. These two things are very important for the mantras to be effective. So the Kshatriyas and Brahmanas, they used to be of such high caliber that they could use the, all these confidential mantras. Well, uh, we don't require now. Our <laughs> real Astra, Sango Pangastra Parshadam. Our real Astra is association of devotees and the books. Prabhupada said, as the materialists are dropping bombs, 
like atom bombs and all that we have to drop books in the laps of people they must start reading uh, so this is our weapons harinam sankirtan uh, books prabhupas books so these are the weapons our weapons now so that is very important our book distribution must go then next question by again bhaktin manajakshi mataji prabhu ji those days disciples would hold on to guru until they learn all vidyas or during the brahmachari period how about in kali how long one should hold on to guru no those days also although they may give guru dakshana and go they go and take take on householder ashram but still the guru is the guru it's not that i'm done with you okay finish i'm graduated no still still is our guru so how long must one hold on to the guru so this is explained we have already seen this verse again i'll put on the screen 7:15:45 we have seen this verse yavan nirkaya rathamatma vashopakalpam as long as okay we we'll read the translation as long as one has to accept a material body hmm, with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not under full under one's fully under one's control one must have the lotus feet of his superiors namely his spiritual master and the spiritual master's predecessors so until the end of the body or until one has to accept a material body so of course after going to the spiritual world prashil prabhupada said then you know you are already with krishna there of course you will have the gratitude for your spiritual master but you already directly serve krishna but as long as one has to accept a material body with its different parts and paraphernalia which are not fully under one's control one must have the lotus feet of his superiors name is spiritual master so just like shri prabhupada he took up the order with in all seriousness of course when he was 26 years old when he first met the guru but especially when he was 69 years old 43 years later at the old age he took the order of the guru so seriously that he you know risked his life for executing that order so we should never never we will graduate from the order of the spiritual master and now i can give up the guru is always always there is no giving up what is that um chakshudan diloje janme janme prabhushe janme janme prabhushe as many janmas i may take as long as his material body yavan nirkaya rathamatma vashopakalpam that long i have to ha- have the lotus feet of my spiritual master as worshipable in my heart so that is how long we have to hold on to him vanajakshmas again prabhu ji in kali in kali yuga what is the best way to offer the guru dakshina to the spiritual master and shiksha guru so shiksha guru you know basically whatever he does is repeating the diksha guru's words now how to best way of, to offer the guru dakshina again preaching so chaitanya mahaprabhu said yare dekha tarakah krishna upadesh amaragya guru hayo tarai desh so same thing the spiritual master said distribute my books preach krishna consciousness expand the movement train the disciples those are already initiated so all these things are his instructions so we have to that is our guru dakshina we have to give our life to the spiritual master we cannot bring the dead son back to life or something like that but we can give our life at least so we have to give our life for the execution of the order of the spiritual master 
so as much as is maximum possible we have to do that is into the best of our capacity given our present circumstances what is the furthest limit that i can push myself to serve um shri prabhupada and krishna that much i have to go in fact i should even go more than that then krishna will give us the strength to go more than that so i should push the limits of all always because of course it is not expected that if one is a householder immediately takes sanyas and you know now he preaches traveling everywhere and you know it doesn't happen that way even when prabhupad was told by his spiritual master he was only 26 years old the first time he met bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur and his spiritual master said preach in the english speaking world the first meeting he gave that order and that was the very last order before he passed away from this world so that has been the order all the way but it took 43 years from that first of course he was always trying in his capacity in his uh, of course his pure devotee he is always capable but he was act- playing the part of an ordinary householder and he was always planning how to execute on this order and he was doing business hoping that that money could be used for you know building you know printing books building temples and organizing the preaching mission he was always planning in this way and he was also donating for gaudiyamat shil prabhupad so as much as this was you know in his household ashram could be possible he was doing it and then he took eventually sanyas and eventually he became he 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 went to america on his own he even tried to cooperate with his god brothers he did god brothers did not want to do it he himself went hmm. so as far as we can push ourselves to the max don't be comfortable with you know i am grahastha no i can only do this much no so please don't ask me more prabhu i mean i am enough I mean. so not like that <laughs> so we have to take the instruction and see okay how can i execute to the best of my ability how can i do it please krishna give me the strength it's not about pushing to the best of our ability because first of all we are, we don't even know what we can do if we are really blessed by the guru it's like you know um i'll show you one verse 8547 very nice verse klesha bhuryalpas sarani karmani viphalani va dehinam vishayartanam नतथवाम कर्मीज आर ऑलवेज एंशियस टू एक्यूमलेट वेल्थ फॉर द सेंस ग्रैटिफिकेशन बट फॉर दैट पर्पज दे मस्ट वर्क वेरी हार्ड येट इवन दो दे वर्क हार्ड द रिजल्ट आर नॉट सैटिस्फाइंग इन डीड समटाइम्स देर वर्क रिजल्ट ओनली इन फ्रस्ट्रेशन बट डिवोटीज हुव डेडिकेटेड देर लाइव्स टू द सर्विस ऑफ द लॉर्ड कैन अचीव सब्सटैंशियल रिजल्ट विदाउट वर्किंग वेरी हार्ड दीज रिजल्ट एक्सीड द डिवोटीज एक्सपेक्टेशन सो वैन वी आर ब्लेस्ड बाय द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर्स मर्सी वी कैन डू थिंग्स दैट आर otherwise unimaginable shri prabhupad when he nicely said you know uh, in the purport uh, one of the chaitanya charitamrita purports that nityananda prabhu has delivered jagan madhai and by the mercy of nityananda prabhu his devotee can deliver millions of jagas and madhais and in connection to that <laughs> there is a very nice quote i'll show you today only subala prabhu shared in one of our whatsapp groups i will just show you this very nice uh, quote I'll put it on the screen so that everybody can see You see this very interesting how Prabhupada put it you know
Prabhupada said, Just like my Guru Maharaj did not travel all over the world, so I have got double energy than him. <laughs> how, is, how, did he, how is he saying this kind of things? By the mercy of his Guru Maharaj, he got double energy than him. So he said, My Guru Maharaj did not travel all over the world. He was in India. Uh, um, so I have got double energy than him. So you must triple energy, four times energy than me. Then actually disciple. This is how we have to do seva for the Guru. My God brothers are envious because they could not do. They could not do even half of Guru Maharaj's work. And I am doing ten times. So therefore they are envious. He is saying that his God brothers, actually it was a fact. Prabhupada's God brothers, that means other disciples of Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati, Thakur was envi- were envious of him because of his success. Um, they, they themselves could not do half of the work of what uh, Bhaktisiddhanta ordered them. Whereas Prabhupada said, I am doing ten times. So therefore they are envious. So if an ordinary man like me can do ten times, you are Americans. He is laughing, you know. Twenty times, then you are successful. My blessings are there. You do it. Try. Just like Guru Maharaj gave blessings to everyone. So, Guru's blessings, Prabhupada's blessings are there for us to do twenty times. So, our, our, then actually disciple, you see, he is saying, uh, what is that? Uh, so, you must triple energy, four times energy than me, then actually disciple. That means, Prabhupada has given this to all the continents of the world. Now, we have to take it even further. It's not that, yes, let's be greater than Prabhupada. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that is foolish rascal. He will think like that. We will never become greater than the Guru. But by the mercy of the Guru, he can exhibit energy 10 times, 20 times, actually Prabhupada said. So that's again by the mercy. So when I say stretch, we should stretch our limits. We will, we will usually stretch to the limits that we can conceive of. But by the Guru's mercy, we can go to limits that are unimaginable for us. Like horizon, you know, where the horizon is. When we are standing on the ground, our horizon, how far we can see, is to one extent. But when we climb to a height, then the horizon that we can see is even farther. Right? So, that climbing we can do by the mercy of the Guru. Then the horizon expands. So, we do not know how far we can go. With our own strength, yes, we should try. We should try and depend on the mercy of the spiritual master and on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy and Krishna's mercy, of course. Then, yes, by their mercy we can move. That's why it is said, Mukam karoti vachalam pangum langhayate girim yat kripaptamaham vande sri guru dinatarinam. So, by the uh, mercy of the guru, one the lame can walk up mountains. This is beyond his limit. He is stretching way beyond his limits, right? Even an ordinary man cannot climb a mountain. Try climbing Mount Everest. Cannot. Even an able man cannot. So easily. I mean can but very very difficult. But a lame man? Forget it. But Pangum Langayategiram. How? Yat Kripatamaham Mande Shri Guru Dinataran. So by the mercy of the Guru, he can do it. And the Mukam Karoti Vachalam. A dumb man can start speaking like a big orator. He can become an orator and in Vedic literature by, again, the Guru's mercy. So, the energy that, you know, as Prabhupada said here, you know, three, I have got double energy than him and uh, you, you must triple energy, four times energy than me, then actually disciple. So, you see how he's saying, uh, and I am doing ten times what my Guru Maharaj has done. True, but that is by the mercy, by the mercy of his Guru. 
this is a very very important uh, quote it was very very interesting in fact very inspiring bhakti rajana is also saying very inspiring quotation really you know so the limits so we have to stretch our limits and do as much as possible and krishna will give us the strength to do more and more tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam pritipurvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upayanti te so krishna will give all intelligence for us to execute more and more service to those who are constantly devoted to serving me with love i give the understanding by which they can come to me same so he will give the understanding next um Bhakta Virendra Shri Prabhupada accepted hippy disciples during the starting years of ISKCON movement. So these disciples spread ISKCON movement of Shri Prabhupada. Well, by his mercy, so when they start not stop following him again the punarmoham and then the expansion just became bloated version of that and then without quality and then again everything this way so many people fell down gurus fell down everything and now it has is it, yes the size is big but watered down. the spiritual force that was there in during shri prabhupada's presence is very much conspicuous by its absence at the moment in his con and if we stick to the instructions of prabhupada we can again revive that quality that um, not just revive and revive and expand way bigger as well we say you know i said i, I think i told this to a few people but you know one devotee from iskon said in 20 years time rituals will be finished so i said that that just gives us the inspiration gives me the inspiration to say that by 20 years time by 2040 our iskm should be so big that we should be 10 times what iskon is and it's not just you know just to say or something we have to actually do that and and then i see today's this quote 10 times 20 times prabhupada is saying he's he's bringing those same numbers and we have to do that and we can do that if we stick to prabhupada so that should be our um, mission as disciples <clears throat> so vanajakshmas ji again prabhu ji krishna says here once attain the spiritual knowledge from a guru will not be deluded again but you quoted some examples of fall down prabhu ji then is this natural to fall down again and again how one should be steady in the path then well stick to the order of the spiritual master that's all and to stick to the order of the spiritual master we have to associate with those devotees who are sticking to the order of the spiritual master so it all boils down to right association because alone maya is you know to break a twig one twig is very easy for maya when we are alone maya can easily break us but you put 100 twigs together you know it is difficult it is impossible to break or 1000 twigs so we have to associate with other devotees who are on this path also who are sincerely following shri prabhupada so by their association we can stay steady and we can improve that's the only way how to um, keep ourselves motivated otherwise maya will always demotivate us you know so our enthusiasm will come down that's maya's job so we should not give up <clears throat> we should not give up so we should associate with devotees then yes <clears throat> so that's the end of our session thank you very much for participating
Are there any more questions? I think no. So thank you very much. Bhagavad Gita ki jai. Shila Prabhupada ki jai. Ananda Kodi Vaishnava Vrind ki jai. Nitai Gaur Primanande. Hari Hari Bol. Hare Krishna. Thank <clears throat> you.